0: Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. We should be truth seekers, not just truth eaters.
1: Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. So good to be with you. Came back recently from a trip from Honduras to the Global Roar, Bible college graduation. What a glorious time that was, uh, well and beyond my expectations of what the Lord is doing there. So while we are certainly facing challenges here, there, and everywhere, the Lord is still moving. His hands are not short to save, and great things are happening in the earth. I want to talk to you about a mystery today. You know, the word mystery appears 25 times in the New Testament. It's a very interesting word. It means mystery. It's literally translated right from the Greek into the English, and that's exactly what it means. And 21 of those times, it means exactly the same thing and refers exactly to the same thing. There's only four references out of the 25 that refer to a different mystery. Twice in Revelation, the word mystery is ascribed to the great harlot. Once in Revelation, it's ascribed to the churches. And once in Second Thessalonians, it's ascribed to the mystery of lawlessness. So if that word appears 21 times in the same context, it ought to be something we're very clear about. Now, there's a difference between a mystery and a secret. A secret is something you keep that you do not want people to find out. A mystery is something you want people to investigate so they can find out and they can talk to it. And I noticed, uh, like in a lot of these TV shows and podcasts that are out there, that there is a great interest in Mysteries because our mind is curious, our heart is curious, and there is a great mystery God wants us to know and understand. So I want to start in Romans 16:25 today. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ. According to the revelation of the mystery, not a mystery, the mystery, which has been kept secret for a long ages past. Now you got to read the next verse. But now is manifested by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the eternal God, has been made to has been made to all nations, leading. To obedience of faith so he says in verse 25 there's a mystery of revelation in verse 26 he tells us what that mystery is and that mystery is found in the scriptures and it is the revelation of Jesus Christ so we know that when Christ came he preached of himself about his self about the revelation and purpose of God, and he preached from the scriptures, but it was hidden to them. They, they did not see it. They had glasses they had put on that blinded them, and it was a mystery. Now, there are people around us that have heard the gospel probably more than once, and it is a mystery to them. It has not penetrated their heart and mind There is no revelation in it. It has not been unveiled. You know, in a mystery, you connect the dots. And there are people that have, you know, a couple dots, but they don't have the dots connected. They may know that there is a God, but they don't know that he's Christ. They may know there is a Christ, but they don't know that there's redemption for them. They may know that Christ came for sinners, but they don't really think they're a sinner. Uh, so there is a, there's a mystery. There's a connecting of the dots. There's a picture that's being painted. And when we're preaching the gospel, when we're witnessing, we could be one of those dots for that person. So it could be very important. But people can look at the world and not see the reality of it. That, of course, is a mystery. In Ephesians 1, the Apostle Paul comments on this further, and by the way, the, in the book of Ephesians, the word mystery appears six times, all referring to the same mystery, the mystery of the revelation of Christ, the mystery of the revelation of the gospel. Now, in Ephesians 1, verse 7, let me read that to you. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. Isn't that wonderful? Which he lavished on us in all wisdom and insight. He made known to us the mystery of his will. If you've been lavished with God's grace, if you're walking in redemption, the mystery of his will has been revealed to you. If you are struggling with some of those things, you've been a recipient of grace, but you're not walking in lavish grace, then there's probably some mystery yet that God wants to reveal once you'd understand the full gospel. So he has made known unto us the mystery of his will. Listen to this. According to his kind intention, which he purposed in him. So God's kind intention was to reveal the mystery, to reveal what was hidden to other people. And that's what the preaching and the demonstration of the gospel does. In Ephesians, the third chapter and the fourth verse, it says this, by referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. So what's the apostle Paul saying? He's saying, I'm writing you these things To help you connect the dots. To turn on the light. He said, if you understand what I read, what I'm writing to you is a revelation of Christ. I'm revealing Christ to you. Again, where was he doing that from? He was doing it from the preaching of the Old Testament. So we see that the mystery in no case is a secret that we're to hold. It is not a private revelation. It is not an exclusive understanding. This mystery is to be revealed. And it was obviously a mystery because many of the religious people who had facts but not revelation could not enter into it. And then in that same book, Ephesians 6, verse 19, we read this. He says, and pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel. So the mystery we see 21 times in the New Testament is the unveiling of the gospel. It is the continual enlightenment and understanding of all Christ has done. Now the key to solving a mystery is being interested in solving a ministry. You know, one of the greatest things that can be said about us is are we seekers of truth? Do we want to know the truth? Or are we satisfied with where we're at? One of the questions I ask when, when people are pursuing God, they want to be disciples, they want to be involved in ministry. Are they truth seekers. Not just truth eaters, but truth seekers. Now, chances are, if you're listening to a podcast, that's probably a good indication that there is something in you that is seeking truth, that you want to uncover the ministry, the mystery, that you want to connect some dots. And isn't that exactly what happens in our walk with God? As we're walking with God, things we even intellectually knew, things we ascribe to, things we agreed to, things we consider to be truth, sometimes we'll be studying or praying or worshiping or the, under the preaching of the word and something will click with us something will be revealed with us that mystery you know it's it's like the great crime solver the there's one little piece of evidence and that that person is able to take that evidence because they see it you know they're they're looking at the evidence in a in a different way how many times do we hear stories about you know somebody new came on to the investigation and they just spread the evidence out and and they just connected one little dot maybe that somebody else hadn't seen or hadn't given significance to well you know that is very similar to our walk with the lord it's all there for us he's not hiding it from us but it's not wholesale it's for those who seek God is looking for seekers, for those who seek the kingdom. That's what is incredible. And that's what we have to understand. Look at Ephesians, or excuse me, Colossians 4, three. This is what he says. Praying at the same time for us as well, that God will open up to us a door for the word, so that we may speak forth the mystery of Christ for which I have so been imprisoned. So Paul was a prisoner of his revelation. Sometimes I sarcastically say, I'm sorry, you got to excuse me. I am a victim of what I believe. I'm a prisoner of what I believe. I'm not, you know, like acting this out or working this out or orchestrating this out. I'm just acting on my beliefs. that." There are core values, core convictions, and I'm going to act those things out. Of course, what we really see in this mystery is that the mystery is centered on the person of Christ. So are there mysteries out there in your walk with the Lord? Yes. How are they going to be solved? How are you going to connect the dots and really come to the next level of faith? by the scriptures we, we refer to it several times here that everything is contained there and isn't it sad that in our day and age many people have discounted the Old Testament where there's such an incredible revelation of who Christ is hey this is Keith Tusey for Leadership in Context don't keep the gospel a secret reveal the mystery that God has revealed to you A great being with you. Share this podcast with somebody, would you?
0: Blessings. The mystery is not a secret we are to hold. It is not a private revelation or an exclusive understanding. This mystery is to be revealed. The mystery is centered on the person of Christ, and God is looking for those who seek the mystery of the kingdom. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusey. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.